Hey everyone, it's Jackson Heyman, and I am here with Dan O'Keefe, the host of In Conclusion, a movie podcast. And that's right, the actual that's, subtitle is that's the actual A Movie subtitle. Podcast. I got it right? You did, Great. I'm proud of you. Uh, thanks, Dan. Uh, we're here because the month of December, Soundbite Theater is going to be taking the month off, and we are doing using this time to promote some of our friends podcasts and i am here to with dan to talk a little about in conclusion and the episode you're about to listen to yeah um like the word the wording of friends uh and not tenuous lovers but uh in conclusion is a as the title says it's a movie podcast every week me and my co-host anna otto we watch a movie, we talk about it, some movies that we've done in the past, uh, some movie series we've done in the past. Just off the top of my head, we've done Back to the Future. We started off with Jurassic Park. We have done the Three Cornettos trilogy that Jackson was a guest on. Uh, don't, don't, don't tell them about what happened. That we definitely didn't record four episodes of for a three-movie series. I wonder what happened. Who didn't record? Um, if, if, listen to the episodes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. And the episode that is so graciously being posted on the Soundbite Theater feed is our episode about Barbarian, the recent Justin Long horror movie. Oh, I haven't listened to that one yet. Ooh, incredible. Yeah. So you and everybody else can listen to it for the first time. I swear we have listeners. I swear we get stats. People listen to our hey, podcast. We have listener we also have listeners. Don't worry. I like that it's plural. I, I like that we have listeners and not just listener. Yeah, I tell us tell us on our social medias if you are in the Venn diagram of people who listen to the Mythonomica family of podcasts and in conclusion a movie podcast. Yes. Send me an email specifically send, send dan o'keefe an email at inconclusionpod at gmail.com <laughs> does that email exist yes it does okay and I... enjoy the show everyone <laughs> conclusion inevitable it was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast where there's nothing scarier than a pair of swinging old lady tatas. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always, the left Tata to my right Tata, is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? I almost said something very personal in response to that. I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> good start. I'm good, Dan. How are you? I'm good. Uh, we're recording this on election night, so I'm anxious because I always get anxious um, yeah. around elections. Um, but... I was talking to my therapist earlier today. Um, good. Mine's tomorrow. Oh, nice. And I was telling her that I've been in a very good mood recently because I have a bunch of like short and long-term things that I can look forward to and work on. Um, I love that. And 
And she was like, that's great. It's good that, that, that's, that you know that that's what keeps you happy. So you should keep doing that. And then after I finished talking to her, um, I went on a run and I haven't done mm-hmm. anything the rest of the day. Literally nothing. I had a bunch of things I wanted to do. I could have done. I did not have a busy day at work today. Nothing. If it makes you feel better, Dan, don't make fun of me. This is me being a slob. Don't judge me. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to clean the bathroom the weekend we got COVID. Okay. I still haven't done it. How long do you go between cleaning your bathroom? Mm, I was trying to do it weekly because I'm really <laughs> bad at cleaning. Oof. Is that a lot? Okay. Howie Mandel over here. Ah, he is an OCD king, okay? Some of us some of us do not have that kind of OCD and um, are slobs. So I was trying to stay on top of it because I'm icked easily. Mm-hmm. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, but uh, um, a queen got sick and has not found the wit. You know, one of the side effects is not wanting to do anything. Yeah, I do think that is a... a a big side effect of COVID. Mm-hmm. It's it's long lasting. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Lackadaisism. Lack of lackadaisiality. Yeah. I think laziness. Laziness. I'll say laziness. Ooh. So I have the, I told you this, but I have the TV on next to me to watch election results um, mm-hmm. from KTLA, NBC's Los Angeles station. Mm. Big fan of terrestrial. Oh, you're in the case now. I know. I'm I'm west of the Mississippi, uh, and there's an Ooh, ad yeah. for Scientology. <gasps> they're advertising um, i respectfully i hate that <laughs> <laughs> come in today 4810 sunset boulevard we're sponsored by scientology now are you ready to get no. your thetans checked my what I, I don't know that's what it said in the ad um i thought you meant my feet i was like i don't want them near my feet no i've seen that church before because i was in la once yeah the twice. big the big blue former hospital building yeah seen it it's so ominous i hate it i hate it it is the whole idea of scientology is ominous to me you know what i'm gonna say it the whole idea of large culty churches makes me anxious whoa whoa controversial opinion over here i know hot take i just listened to a podcast about the hillsong church Mm -hmm. which is the one that justin bieber used to belong to i don't know if he still does yeah but like their pastor was like shirtless all the time and I heard this really crazy thing where apparently in the church, like men and women were not supposed to even hold hands before marriage. And this couple, you know, chose to have sex. They oh, were no. both adults. Oh, they no. were consenting adults. No. I know. Not okay. They're like two 21-year-old kids and they chose to have sex. And like I said, two consenting adults. But they felt guilty about it. So they went to the church to talk about it. And the priest or the pastor was like, Okay, I'm choosing, I'm forcing you guys to break up and you're never to speak to each other again. And I was like, what Good the Lord. fuck? Was he shirtless when he said this? Probably flexing his pecs yeah, and right? oiling his body. <laughs> God. Yeah, I, I don't like that. Anyway, what's your Catholic no. confirmation name? Uh, Teresa. That didn't matter. The, the point was you're, you're, you're uncomfortable with large mecha churches. Oh, yeah, Catholicism. <laughs> I okay, not to be a hypocrite, but I'm gonna be a hypocrite. We are nothing if not hypocritical on this podcast. Yeah, you know. Um I guess what I mean is like most of the Catholics I know, yeah, we're Catholics, but we're are like culturally pretty chill. Catholic more than anything. Triggered, yeah. yeah. I did tell my mom that the Lord knows how I feel in my heart when she accused me of not going to church. <laughs> um 
No, I just feel like, you know, it's it's when you start really the people who are judgy, mm-hmm. I don't I don't accept them. I don't claim them yeah. religiously. Yeah, me either. Um going further back to your discussion on bathroom cleanliness. Yes. I have I have improved from my use my previous schedule of cleaning a bathroom because I had a bathroom in my dorm room, um, freshman uh-huh. and sophomore year of college, uh, and that Blessed. shit got cleaned twice. Uh triggered because I don't think I cleaned my bathroom at all in college. There was a mold or something growing on the shower curtain um, that was green. Mildew, yeah, yep. Um, so I cleaned that winter break, and then we had to move out, and that was it. Um, so I have improved since then. Now I will clean the bathroom, I don't know, quarterly. I'm not that dirty in the bathroom, though. Well, neither am I, but, like, think about the buildings in Milwaukee that, like, I live in. Like, the that's building's true, yeah. just older. And, I mean, that's not to say, like, my kitchen and bathroom. Well, okay. I, I clean my kitchen way more frequently than I clean my bathroom. Way I I mean like I mopped the floor and rubbed rubbed down. Oh my god, wiped down <laughs> the counters. I give my counters and cabinets the old rub and tug every week. Oh god, this is like how I accidentally said the phrase "beat off" at work. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> I I could have died that day. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I I'm trying to be better. I think I did that thing where you instead of like easing yourself into doing better, you just do a full 180. Yeah, because that's how things last. That's how you make sure and, that things are are changes in your life. Yeah, so instead of cleaning the bathroom whenever we had company coming over, now I clean it, like, more than once a month, which is... Okay. Woo! That's a big change. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I just... The main thing is I shed, like, a freaking animal, mm-hmm. so I just gotta mop and vacuum more than anything else, and I like to change out, like, our floor mat and stuff. Oh, you have multiple floor mats. Look at you, Miss Moneybags. I know. Well, one came with our shower curtain, and one is, like, plush. Ooh. Yeah, it's like stepping on a freaking cloud. I think we've talked enough about our sartorial habits. I think we can can get on to the actual topic of discussion. Uh, There's no bathrooms in this movie. There is literally. Actually, that's not true. There's very briefly a bathroom in two shots. Oh, yeah. Um... Anyway, the movie that we're talking about today is Barbarian. Woo! Our, our most recent film that we have talked about. It is a month old. Uh, I am so excited to hear what you have to say, Dan. I'm just getting comfy. Don't okay. mind me. All that movement over here. So, Barbarian released on September 9th, 2022. Um, written and directed by Zach Kreger, best known for being a member of The Whitest Kids You Know. A, a comedy troupe starring Georgina Wait, Campbell. Yes. Is that how he knows what's his face? What? The guy from what? Dodgeball. <laughs> Justin Long. Are they involved? No. Was he in that? No. Oh. I I don't know. Why kids you know we're like a, an alt comedy group. Yeah. Justin Long was not in that. Oh, well, I was like, he's funny. I only know him from Dodgeball. So I. Um, Galaxy Quest. I never actually seen that movie. We watched it for the podcast. Did we? You have seen the movie, yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. I got it confused with Spaceballs. Sorry. <laughs> Don't tell Tim Allen. 
I like Galaxy Quest. I forgot that he was in that because I was distracted by, you know, Tim Allen, Alan Rickman, and Sigourney Weaver just absolutely strutting their stuff on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple other things that you know Justin Long for. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Herbie Fully Loaded. Never saw that for realist time. Uh, Accepted, the movie about where he makes a fake community college. Never saw that. You never turned on Comedy Central for like five years when it was always on. No. Interesting. Um, Idiocracy. Is Tim Allen in that one too? No. Mm. Idiocracy is the uh, Luke Wilson movie. Hmm. Where, uh, what's his name as the president? Terry Crews. Oh, okay, Mr. President. The Alvin and the Chipmunks series of films. He is Alvin. Oh, shut up, really? Mm -hmm. I only knew that Jesse McCartney was Theodore. Yeah, he's Alvin. Theodore's my favorite anyway. Um, And then the other one. Simon. Simon is Matthew Gray Goobler. Oh, From Criminal Minds. Yeah, the only one I knew was Theodore because he's my favorite and because I like Jesse McCartney. Mm, I go for the alphas, so I like Alvin. Oh, okay. Gross. <laughs> but, well, Theodore's so cute and little. Uh, you've also seen Justin Long in the I'm a Mac, I'm a PC ads. From like 2006. The, the, the ad campaign, I'm a Mac, I'm a PC. Uh, the was PC a was played PC? by John Hodgman and Justin Long was the Mac. Mm, how sleek of him. Right? He's a sleek man. Mm. Um, so Barbarian, starring Justin Long, Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, and not really anyone else of note. They're, they're the main three. Um, yeah. None of the people who were uh, below the line have Wikipedia pages, so I don't have much information about them. That's fair. With a budget of $4.5 million, it made $45 million at the box office. Oh, move that decimal point. Right? It was the most streamed film on all platforms in the U.S. for the week ending on October 30th, 2022. Oh, my God. I think that's... No. I know I was sick when Gage and I watched it, I think. Mm -hmm. Can't remember when we watched it, but we definitely... We had pizza rolls for dinner that night. We said we're going to have... A child's dream night of watching a movie and eating pizza rolls for dinner. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 92% approval rating. Because it slaps. Smart, darkly humorous, and above all scary, Barbarian offers a chilling and consistently unpredictable thrill ride for horror fans. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't Jordan Peele involved in this? I do not believe so. Maybe I just assume anything good and scary he's involved in. (laughs) Uh, Zach Efron was the first choice to play Justin Long's character. Yes, Gage told me that. And you know what? I don't know that I think I would have liked it with him. I don't think I would have liked it either. There's something very disarming about Justin Long that Zach Efron doesn't have. Zach Efron, it's because, no offense to Justin Long. Justin Long is hot in a normal person way. Yes. Zach Efron is hot in a celebrity way. Justin Long is the most attractive person in a, uh, tech office yeah like if he was like i'm an accountant i make six figures i'd be like okay go off okay damn son you free on saturday like you know what i mean but as a celebrity i'm like it's giving michael Sarah. okay um i did i stutter that is that is 
insulting to Justin Long. Saying he's he's painfully average. Oh wow, okay. What am I then? Say it. Say it. Tell the truth. Just like Justin Long, you're handsome for a normal person. <laughs> but I'm sorry, I'm sad. Oh my god, how could I have forgotten? Tell Anna congratulations on um Chris uh Oh my freaking Chris god, Evans Captain being sexiest Yeah, he's man sexiest alive. man alive. Yes. How's she holding up? I don't know if she knows. She hasn't said anything about it to me. I just oh found god. out about it from Twitter, like everybody You'll else. You'll have would. to yeah, you'll have to tell her. Yeah. I assume she's found out by now, but I haven't talked to her in a couple hours. Oh, probably because she's passed out on the floor from happiness. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a 92% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. But Cinema Score, the people that stand outside the theater and ask people to rate the movies, mm-hmm. um, audiences gave it a C plus out of A. Wow. AF. Well, that's average. Yeah. Um, so I first watched it last night, and I watched it yep. um, on HBO Max. I li- realized I could have gone mm-hmm. to the theaters and seen it. It's still in theaters, which mm-hmm. I'd, I'd recommend it. Go If you're going to watch it, you can watch it in um, streaming, but I will always yeah. tell you to go watch it, a movie in a theater over watching mm-hmm. it streaming. Uh, on Speaking of movies that I recently saw in theaters... If you have the chance, go see Tar, starring Kate Blanchett. Tar. Tar. Okay. It, she is a. It is about an orchestra conductor. Oh, it's giving Whiplash. Yeah, very much giving Whiplash. Oh, okay, uh, Lady Whiplash. Much more psychological, but it is incredible. Okay. So, that's. I that. also watched this streaming, mm-hmm. for the record, because I had. COVID, but didn't know it yet. The coronavirus, as the kids may say. Mm-hmm. The Rona. Yes. What were your thoughts before? Because you're you're waiting with bated breath for mine, so I'm going to drag this on as long as I can without telling no. you your thoughts. Fine. Um, you know, it was weird. I definitely came out of it saying, "What the fuck." Um, I thought it was sad. Mm-hmm. Like you know, sometimes when things are. How do I say this without spoiling everything? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about it. Yeah, I guess I'll put it this way. I felt compassion and sadness for the... Monster? Scary woman. I don't want to say monster because I don't think she was. I do. very clearly supposed to be like a victim of incest. Yes, absolutely. And so to me... That's sad, because that's not her fault. Yeah, but she she ripped a dude's arm off. And she eats people. She has a skis. She eats other other people. What happens to the dude? Okay, I was sad that she ate Bill Skarsgård, but I don't know. Like, it's just one of those... Sometimes when I watch, like, for example, The Hill House Show, or like, Mm -hmm. Blythe Manor, Bly Manor, excuse me. Blythe Spirit? I cry. I did... I cried after that. Just kidding. Not uh-huh. for any reasons involving the show. Um, I just, I felt sad for her for that. Okay. But I, and I wished that we had gotten more from Bill Skarsgård's character. Cause I didn't know Justin Long was in this. So I was like thrown for a total loop when he came on screen. Okay. Um, which 
it just it gave me a lot to think about when that happened and there were little pieces that you kind of i feel like not in a this is a movie that you're gonna have to spend so much time thinking about way but there were pieces that i did end up having to like put together on my own you Mm -hmm. know okay which like if you're not paying attention you're gonna miss it yeah um i think that the only thing that i knew going into this Mm -hmm. movie uh, I didn't know that Bill Skarsgård was in it. In fact, 10 minutes in, uh, I was like, I had to Google it because I was like, I've recognized that guy so much. He's a cutie. Who is it? Oh, it's <gasps> Bill Skarsgård. And you last week, you made fun of me. <laughs> yeah, because I hadn't seen, I, I had not seen Bill Skarsgård in normal human makeup Ooh. and clothing. Ooh, I'm fucking booking my plane ticket so we can fight <laughs> right now. Hands on sight. Um, so I... I knew the only thing that I knew going into it, aside from Justin Long, mm-hmm. was that mm-hmm. there was a, a cavern or something in the basement of the house. And when mm-hmm. Justin Long discovered it, he was trying to figure out how that could raise his property value. That was all that I knew about it. Because he's a skis in this movie. Yeah. And after watching it, after, I, I will say I did, I think, watch it under the most extreme non-scary circumstances it mm-hmm. was nighttime but i was also baking cookies while making them while watching oh my the god ideal yeah i love that what kind just chocolate chip cookies the the toll Yum. house recipe but not toll house chocolate chips shut the fuck up i do the to- no I'll, yeah i do the toll house recipe too but i call it grandma anna's chocolate chip cookies and don't tell people oh I, the secret I, recipe is that it's not, or the secret ingredient is that it's not my recipe. It's that it's the same recipe that hundreds of other Everyone people uses. use. Um, yeah, but everybody compliments me like I'm fucking snapping. I'm same popping with, off. Same with me. I think. You know what yeah. I think it is? Real butter. What? Oh no, because I use Crisco. Oh, man. Um, I use real butter, and it's a lot of people just make it from the the pre made things that you can buy in the store. That's yeah. not it. You got you got to do it by hand. I think it's the fact that we took the time. Yeah. You, you I put extra chocolate effort. chips in. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, you were baking cookies, and I, was, I love that energy. I was baking cookies. So I didn't find the movie all that scary. Anna found it scarier than I did. I don't, uh, like, the the monster, the the character, mm-hmm. her, the character's name is the mother. Um, oh, that, I don't like that. The end credits. And I think that... Like I didn't find her that scary. I was like, "Oh, look, it's Marilyn Manson." Mood. <laughs> Drag his ass. I also don't, I I don't find the elderly female body scary uh, because I'm okay. Advanced. We all know you voted. You voted left, Dan. <laughs> no, I voted hard right. Oh, okay. Um, which in California is like center left. Um, <laughs> but I think that this movie is very fun it's a very i didn't like because i didn't think it was that scary um i thought it was a a, a very fun kind of like the the vibe that i can best describe it as is a halloween haunted corn maze like that kind of yeah i was gonna say I feel like it's like scary movie for people who aren't really into scary movies. Yeah, which I think is I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Good. how each act 
was its own completely separate thing until it came yes. together at the end. I thought that was a, a great setup. I, I agree. Um, I think that all the characters, uh, well, I, the, the main woman whose character name I cannot remember for the life of me, uh, mm-hmm. Tess, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter her, her. She could have any name. Um, I would just say like woman. Yeah. I call her and Bill Skarsgård like woman and man yeah. because I'm not creative and they, they're they a symbol of everyone. How we're trapped by the patriot. I don't know. Sure. I think they might be a, a little one-dimensional sort of characters. Um, Absolutely. But I think that Justin Long's character of being a skis ball who is constantly in denial with himself and then when he he is given so many chances to correct his his situation correct himself correct his person and every time he almost does it before immediately reverting back to being like nah fuck it i really like that and i think it it works because it's someone like justin long where you're like oh where you want him you're rooting for him to come to his senses each time and when exactly. he has when he has that one speech near the end where he's like coming to self-realization and you're like yes ah oh, yes yes and then 5 minutes later he throws it all away literally i'm like no i agree with you and that's part of why i think Zac Efron couldn't do it cuz no offense to Zac Efron um if he is pl- i don't think Zac Efron's a dick in real life I, he he gives off the energy of a good guy, mm-hmm. but I feel like if he was playing a dick in a movie, I would automatically be like, okay, no resem- no redemption. There's no way he's he's too much of a jerk. Yeah, I mean, like his face is giving one dimensional. We've seen that in multiple Sorry, movies, in Neighbors and in Baywatch. He was playing a dick in both of them, and mm-hmm. uh, he's fine. I don't know. Um, he's great in Greatest Showman. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm flying across the country. I love that movie. The I also think that the casting of Bill Skarsgård as American Did it make you man, uncomfortable? um, a little bit. I think that his character is more just misguided than any actually sinister thing. Um, but I think that's part of the thing. It's supposed to make you uncomfortable because you know he's played horror movie monsters before. He literally mm-hmm. says the line, "I'm not some sort of monster or anything." His actions, yeah, his actions are um, not, they're on the borderline where they could be like, this guy's a total creep or this guy's trying to be nice and it's just coming off in the wrong sort of way. I think that they only come across as borderline because he's a man. In this essay, I will. Maybe it's because I'm a woman and like, if I I I was her, I never would have. What if, like, As, if, if the roles were reversed and it was a woman doing this, is that what you're being? I would feel safer with a woman than walking into a house with a man. Yeah. A woman I'd never met before. Yeah, and I think that's part of the, the con, the, like, a commentary of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Is that men are scary. Correct. Correct. Um, but then we get scared by the scariest thing of all, a naked old woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Uh, so yeah, I think that it. I I, I enjoyed this. I, I think it's a very Good. fun, um, very fun Halloween movie. And like, it's not, it's not too scary. 
if you're uh, a horror, if you don't like horror movies, watch it with the lights on and make cookies while doing it, and you'll have a good old time. Amen. Like there, and there aren't really. The one thing that I have to say that I really like, there are not really jump scares. There's like one. Yeah. Maybe two. Great. More horror movies need to be atmospheric than atmospheric or like visibly see the monster and your your fear mm-hmm. is not that it's going to jump out of the dark, but it's going to catch up to them. They also do a little bit of social commentary in this movie, which is interesting. I didn't get any of that. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I was like, what the? Where where were you? Was it when you were in the kitchen? Yeah, because I'm a man. I was a man in the kitchen, okay? Wow, let me fucking applaud for social you, Social commentary. I made dinner and dessert last night. Um, so I think that I deserve uh, more praise. You're right. More praise Sorry. than women. Wow, King. Keep doing do that, that great work. Right? Because you know why? I wasn't expected. No. Ahaha. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Should we discuss the actual movie? No, I need, I need to talk about how I, I, I'm more of an advanced oh. man. Uh, let's oh, talk sorry. Uh, so, it's Detroit. And Tess Marshall has booked an Airbnb in the Brightmoor neighborhood because I guess it was really cheap. I mean, she sounds like... Stormy, you look like mommy, baby. <laughs> Me booking an Airbnb. Honestly, I've done the exact same thing in a hotel. Thankfully, I got lucky and did not book it in a bad area. It just uh-huh. turned out that they had just had bad bugs and they fumigated and were trying to get people back. I did not sleep in that hotel that night. That's smart. Well. <laughs> and, and she comes in at night, so she doesn't see how dilapidated the neighborhood is. This is the only house that hasn't been totally run mm-hmm. down. Um, and it's like pouring rain, too. So how could she even see to get there, to be honest? Yeah. She drove from D.C. based on her license plate. God bless her. Couldn't be me. No, me either. Um, so the, she finds out after she inputs the, the code and opens the box and there's no key in there that the house has been double booked. And staying there somewhat creepily is Bill Skarsgård. Somewhat handsomely, handsomely Bill Skarsgård. Creepily. And and she's unnerved. And Bill Skarsgård is doing seemingly everything in his power to both prove that he is both not a monster. Um, but also it's coming across borderline as like, maybe he's trying to do something. I would have done something. I'm going to say it straight up. Oh, my Lord. I would have done something. <laughs> he's so handsome. Okay, Listen. Only because I know it's Bill Skarsgård. If this was real life, I don't care if the man is fucking George Clooney's lookalike twin. I would have slammed the door in his face and said, I'll sleep in my car. Bye. What and if, catch me in a Walmart parking lot. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas opened the door? Is it him or is it just a man it who is looks him. like him? I probably wouldn't see the next day because I would go inside. <laughs> I'd be murdered. I just, I don't think, even if it was, like, a a person with, like, little kids, like, a family, I would not feel comfortable, realistically, going in and sleeping in the same house as them. I don't care if the bedroom has locks on it. Mm -hmm. If I don't know you, like, sleeping is so vulnerable. I'm not going to let you slash me in the middle of the night. Okay. No faith in humanity. I get it. 
What if no. you knocked on the door and a mysterious but handsome man started whining and dining you? What would you do? I would take off my pants and a jacket. Oh, okay, Blink. I see you. No, I would not stay there. Of course I wouldn't. But she can't stay anywhere else because there is a convention in town. So all the hotels are booked. Mood. Have you ever tried to book a hotel during an Elvis convention? I have. It sucks. Why were you going to Vegas during an Elvis convention? Oh, I wasn't going to Vegas. Why are there Elvis conventions anywhere else? I couldn't tell you. Where were you going? I was supposed to go to... um... Memphis? Lacrosse, I think. There, no, uh, an Elvis convention in Lacrosse, Wisconsin? Yes, indeed you do. Boy, there's three people there? At the I one hotel? I guess it was big. I cannot tell you. I didn't ever actually go, so I can't tell you. I've stayed at the Econo Lodge in Lacrosse, Wisconsin, and let me tell you, mm. it exists. I've never been to Lacrosse that I know of. It's nice. It's a it's a nice mm. town on the river. Um uh, mm between Minnesota and Wisconsin. But anyway. Correct. Uh, eventually, Tess allows herself to stay at the house overnight. Um, Bold. After Bill Skarsgård real lucky. does attempt to wine her, and they do do share some drinks. Um, I would have guzzled. I would have gone bottle for, okay. Calm down. Um, Just kidding. Wine gives me a headache. If it was sparkling grape juice, though, game over. In the middle of the night, she's sleeping, and Bill Skarsgård is having this nightmare. And there's a weird camera effect that's going on that makes it all seem dreamlike. Um, and she wakes him up because, you know, something terrible could be going on. I thought he was possessed at that point. Um, I was under the impression that he was going to turn into this monster. Uh-huh. So I was, like, waiting for it at any fucking moment. I was like, my man's going to morph. Morph? But I was surprised he did not morph in this moment. Um, I guess real people don't morph, so. Yeah. So, anyway, it, all is fine and dandy. The next morning, uh, Bill leaves for the day, and Tess goes into Detroit for her interview because um, she's interviewing for a, a documentary film thing. And, and realizes she's in a not so great area. Yes. And when she comes back, she is chased inside by a homeless man yelling at her that she has to leave. Um, social commentary. Social commentary. Begins. Dial it in. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's me dialing. Good job. Good job, Dan. Thank you. Uh, so she gets back inside. Um, and as she is looking for toilet paper, she gets locked in. The, she goes downstairs and gets locked in the basement. Nightmare. And then as she is further exploring, um, she pulls a rope in the wall. Far too obvious of a way to open your hidden corridor. Now, I have, I have a question, Dan. Have you ever stayed in an Airbnb? Yes. Okay, I have as well. Um, the basement door was locked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Basement, Just making sure. Basement door was always locked. Yep. Um, and the, I stayed in an Airbnb in Palm Springs most recently. Mm, okay. And Mine was Orlando. The, not only was the basement locked, the garage was locked. 
because yeah. we weren't mm-hmm. staying there long enough so that to allow us to park our cars in the garage. You had to be staying there longer than four days, and we were not staying there for four days. That's so fucking stupid, but right? okay. We weren't allowed in the garage either, but it was because they used it as storage. Okay. So, I don't know. Storage for what? The bodies? Probably. It was a beautiful place. I'm going to tell you right now. It was gorgeous. So, in the basement, in the secret second basement that Tess finds, um, she walks down this staircase, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know what this is, but it's not right. And Mm -hmm. she finds a room with a light on that has a stained mattress a Gross. bloody handprint on the wall. It looks like my freshman year of college bathroom. <laughs> Fight or flight activated. <laughs> but it doesn't have what my freshman year of college bathroom didn't have was a camcorder in there. Yeah. If I was her, I would have been acting the same. I would have been like, fuck this place. I am out. Mm-hmm. What kind of nasty, messed up porn is being made down here? Yeah. Absolutely not. So, and I would have called the police or just flat skedaddle. Absolutely. Um, so, obviously terrified, she runs back up and tries to get up from the basement, but she can't. She's still locked. Um, she ends up getting Keith's attention as he arrives home, and they open the the window, the tiny little window that she can crawl through so that she can uh, get back to above ground. And Keith... Bill Skarsgård is not believing her. He's like, what? No, no. Typical no man. <laughs> you're, you're being crazy like a woman is. Like uh, women typical do. Typical man. Um, and eventually he's like, fine, I'll go. I'll look. I'm sure it's nothing. So he goes downstairs. He goes into the further basement. And then Why? nothing. We hear nothing from him. Why would anybody want to explore down there? I would have noped out at the first sight of an endless corridor, okay? Mm-hmm. Me too. I would have said, fuck no. Absolutely not. I would have been like, and I would have called the Airbnb people. That's nice. Goodbye. Yup. Well, she'd also called the Airbnb people earlier, and they had not responded. Okay, fair. I guess I forgot about that. Negligent well, I would management. Police. I'm back to square one. Listen. I'm just saying, I know that, like, the police in this movie... Useless. Useless. I still would have tried. Okay. I would have called somebody. So, she then ventures down there, where she goes into the basement, she goes into the sub-basement, and there is not only just the corridor that has the room, but a secret tunnel that she goes into where Keith is screaming for help. Listeners, you can't see me. I'm shaking my head and frowning in disgust. I am I am farting and shitting and throwing up all at Screaming. the same time. Yep, crying. Perfect storm. Mm-hmm. And she goes into the tunnel, she goes into this cavern, ventures down into the darkness with only her phone flashlight to light it up. And she finds Keith, who is terrified of something. And, and he says, and she tries to pull him out back to safety. And he's like, no, we can't go there. We need to keep going deeper. She bit me. 
don't like that for anyone. Me either. I thought that's why I see. I thought he was going to turn. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I thought I fucking knew Dan. I was like plot of this movie nailed down. Predicted. Me too. Me too. But it's the the not timeless. But since Psycho, the trope of big star dies in the first act of the movie. Respectfully, I hated it. I was devastated, ready to turn the movie off. Where was my eye candy? Dead. Okay. I don't like how much. You're insulting Justin Long through all this. I'm sorry, but I'm closing my eyes and I'm seeing the baby blues of a scars guard. You know what I'm saying? I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um. So this uh, naked woman, Marilyn Manson. Oh, it's the boobs flapping in the breeze for me. Yeah. I mean, there's no under boob sweat because of how she's hunched. So they're just hanging it's, down. It's giving... Looking at yourself in the mirror completely naked when you're having a bad self-esteem day. <laughs> Stringy, greasy hair. Oh, fucked up God. teeth. Stop describing me, Dan. Everybody's going to know what I look like. Um, so she attacks both of them and brutally dismembers and kills Keith. It's It's very intense, to say the least. And then... Cut to beautiful Los Angeles, California. When I tell you I thought that the TV broke. (laughs) I said, what What just happened? The hard cut to Justin Long singing in his convertible as he drives down PCH. I was stunned. I was like, what happened here? Mm -hmm. During the entire time where he's on the phone with his agent, um, mm-hmm. In this scene, so Justin Long, he's playing a, a a sitcom actor. He has a new sitcom that got picked up, but he's getting dropped from it because he has been accused of uh, either sexual assault or rape or improper in conduct or something of like that with a co-star. Yeah, um, I assumed rape. I yeah. think they say later on rape. Yeah. Um, during the entire time that he's on the the phone with his agent, manager, some sort of representation. I was trying to figure out where exactly on the PCH he was. Oh my God. That's fair. I feel like, like when I watched Bridesmaids for the first time, mm-hmm. I very much feel like I was like, did they actually film this in Milwaukee or is it fake? Yeah. The whole time. So I get that. I do that with, with any movie where I have a vague idea of the location. Um, yeah. Like Anna Gage- and I've been watching The Bear. Which is set in Chicago. Oh, is it good? Should I watch it's it? It's great. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm like, I recognize that. I recognize that. I've been there. It's yes. so fun. I do that too whenever something's set in New York. Because mm-hmm. I went there one time in high school and I'm like, I've been there. <laughs> oh, you could say oh, I'm, a, I'm a bit yelled, of a I've been night. there. Oh my God. Gage literally just yelled, I've been there from across the room. <laughs> do you do that with everything? Only if I've been there. If... You've been there? I've been there. Um, so uh, when he pulled his car off to the side of the road, I figured out where he was. I, I knew where he was. He's, he's just north of Malibu. Oh, okay, beach girl. Mm-hmm. Beach babe. Um, mm-hmm. It's giving Miley Cyrus. Yeah. So Justin Long, he is a big spender, and he's running out of money because he doesn't have any work. <sighs> So just he, like every celebrity, right? Right. Sad. Just like me. Um, oh, he is 
he has to sell some of his assets to pay for his legal costs uh, for multiple trials. So he owns some property in Detroit and he travels to the rental property he owns in Detroit City. Do we ever figure out why he randomly owns property in Detroit of all places? Is he from there? Uh, They don't say. It was probably just some sort of like investment decision. Okay. I was just wondering because like it... If somebody was like, do you want to buy this rental property in Alabama? I don't know anything about Alabama. Why would I want to do that? No, but if you have millions of dollars and some advisor goes up to you and is like, hey, this community is going to be on the up and up. You can get it super cheap and just rent it out and you'll be making free money. That's fair. Okay, well, fool me and my million dollars. Yeah. So he owns the house and... He goes there. He's like, what the fuck? Why is there stuff here? Are there people staying here? No, it's been a month. Allegedly, they checked out, but the cleaning people only come to prepare it for the next tenants. Um, I have another question. Mm-hmm. Bill Skarsgård was in a band. His bandmates didn't look for him. Uh, maybe they uh, don't like him. They were hoping he maybe. would disappear. Because it seemed like Tessa's family, or not family, boyfriend was kind of a douche. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was just like, she probably ran away, that whore. (laughs) Whereas he seems like he had people who, like, depended on him. But maybe he had bad friends, I guess. Maybe. Seems like it. That sucks. Oh, sad. This is all sad. Bill Sadsgar. Rip. Um, Yeah. So, uh, eventually, Justin Long finds the basement, and he's like, oh, hell yeah. He's trying to figure out how he can list it as he's selling the house as more square footage, more bedrooms. Um, And he takes out a measuring tape to measure the size. He sees the uh, rape room. Literally. And he's like, measuring it with a measuring tape. It's very funny, his his whole reaction to it. It's uh, gross, but it's funny. And I can't then, even imagine being in that room, let alone touching the walls. No. He finds the sub-corridor thing. He's still so excited. So much more square footage to list. And he's measuring the staircase as he's walking down. Um, but as he goes down there, uh, he gets attacked by the woman. Classic. The mother. Uh, and he falls into a pit... Where guess who's there? It's Tess. She's alive. I love to see it. That was the twist Mama needed, to be right? honest. I thought she was My dead. confidence. Me too. I was so worried he was going to fly in there and there'd be like Bill Skarsgård's decapitated body. Mm-hmm. That's the name of my band, actually. Oh, interesting. Uh, so the mother wants them to act as her children. More than that. Well. She wants them to be her babies. Yeah, her her, her itty bitty babies. When I the say whole... babies are children, eh. well, I don't know. I guess. And she is trying to get them. She offers both of them. Uh, she offers Tess first um, a bottle milk from a bottle. Um, Tess That's like drinks huge. It. Yeah. What the fuck? Where'd they get such a big bottle? Uh, Big Lots. 
I have been to a big lots, and the items are not, in fact, larger than normal. Oh, well, then it should just be called lots. I know. Um, Tess drinks it. Justin Long refuses, so she drags him away and forces him to breastfeed. The mere mention gave me the ick just Mm. now. Did you see that chill go through my spine? I did. Not that there's anything gross about breastfeeding. You know what? There More is power in this to context. Women who breastfeed, but this is gross. Yeah, this gave me the ick. Um, this is the scariest part of the movie. You're afraid of of breasts, Dan? <laughs> yes. <gasps> Dan gasped so hard she choked. Oh, I was screaming, crying, shitting, throwing up, farting. Um, so Tess ends up because the door is open and because he was taken away, she gets to escape from the house. She breaks the basement window, um, runs to a gas station and can call the police from there. But the police are useless. Absolutely useless. No comment. Um, and totally dismissive of her, uh, convinces them to go back to the house, but they won't go in. They get called away. They think that she's a crackhead or something. I I do not think it was a mistake that they cast a black actress in this role and set it in Detroit in a poor neighborhood. Mm-hmm. With the, You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think it was a mistake either, and I don't think her... Or not a mistake, an accident is what I meant to say. Yeah, I, I agree that's... That's what I thought you were saying. That's what I was saying, too. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I don't think that her, her disheveled appearance looking as it does was also not an accident. Because everybody knows that Detroit is, it's got some areas that are not great, and it's especially not great for people of color. Yes. And I don't think that they, the people who directed and wrote this movie, I don't think they were not making a note of that. So more power to them. That's you part are, of what I was talking you about. You are a wonderful linguist. I don't think they were not making a note of that. Dan, I work so hard all day to write nice blogs. Can I just come home and be simple, please? Can I just come home and suck at talking in peace? I don't Absolutely. think that they did not choose to not do that. Not didn't. That's right. <laughs> I don't know why I became Southern, but I did. Flashback time. It's the 1980s. It's 1981, actually, based on the radio, uh, where Ronald Reagan is inheriting the worst inflation on some 40 years of an incoming president. Did anybody else feel whiplash from that time jump? A little bit. The yeah. Everything. The format that it was shot on changed. They shot that on film. Yes. Um, and the yes. The frame size changed. All of yes. It. I thought that was beautiful. Um, it was very much looked like, but I'm a cheerleader. <gasps> Loved that movie. It was giving. It was. Uh, you know who was taking, though? The house's original owner, Frank. Curmudgeon City. He went to the... We see him go to the store, get stuff for a baby that is being home-birthed. Um the ick is back. Mm-hmm. And we see him dress up as a gas company employee, uh, which gets him into women's houses, a woman that he stalked from the store, 
uh, where he goes in, just has to check something in the bathroom, unlocks the bathroom window, and leaves so he can presumably kidnap her and assault her and kill her in the future. Because newsflash, there's not actually a baby being born. It's just all things that you can also use to set up a kill room. I don't think that's the case, though. I think there was a baby being born. You think the mother? Well, if not her, later down the line. Because she is a victim of incest upon incest upon incest upon incest. Mm -hmm. See, that's, yeah. I don't know. I was getting vibes that he's like, oh, yeah, it's a baby is being born. So I need gloves and tarps. (laughs) Uh, definitely not anything I'm using to hide a body. Maybe it's just because I watched Dexter. Okay. And I've like, never those seen are it. Things de- oh, he sets up kill rooms. Mm. So there's like tarps and stuff. Yeah, I think based on the, the uh, rape room that he has set up, it's I, I think it's likely that he was, that was the only time he was telling the truth. That's fair. I'm going to say... Artist's interpretation. Okay. You know, viewer interpretation. Mm -hmm. The artist is leaving it up to us. But we then cut back to present time. And after escaping from the mother for a little bit, uh, Justin Long finds Frank still alive, living in the tunnel. Living? Well, alive in the tunnel, breathing. Holding on by a thread. And he... Justin Long thinks that he's a victim of the mothers who is like, oh, great. The police are coming. We'll get you out of this. Um, Mm -hmm. And Frank makes him go grab the nightstand that had been moved away from his bed. Um, And who do you think moved it? Maybe the mother did. I feel like maybe Frank was strong enough before, but uh, he had lost all of his strength. Like he can't even talk now. Yeah, maybe. I was just wondering because like, the mother's really strong mm-hmm. and really like ath- like she's she's athletic, I would say. Which is not realistic big. for generations no. of incest. She you would don't get super soldiers from it. Very weak and sickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I just was curious because like who's making like do you think maybe whoever the mother's mom was his or if he had like a woman that he viewed as his wife down there or something. Because I was like, what the, how is this table away from him? I don't know. I'm thinking too hard. This is just what I was thinking about. I was like, who moved the table? So as the, as Frank pulls a revolver out of the nightstand. Gasp. uh, Justin Long discovers a collection of tapes. Which are videos of Frank raping the women that he has kidnapped which we don't see thank god but thank jesus i'm shaking my head and making an ick face again it is horrible i mean i would imagine yeah if it's not that would be odd if he's having a great time watching it oh we forgot to mention back when justin long goes back to detroit he like meets up with a friend and a friend is like did you do it did you rape the woman and he's like yeah He's not like he doesn't say yeah. He he okay. gives the um He says I coerced her into it. The basically. Robin Thick excuse. I hate oh, these blurred not the lines. Blurred lines. Yeah. I am embarrassed to admit that I used to throw down to that song in high school. Oh my god. It's Before on the soundtrack for NBA two K fourteen, which is the version that I play the most. 
Yeah, yeah. So I still hear it, and I'm like, what? I hear "Get Lucky," and then it's followed by that, and I'm like, oh come on. Oh God! Come on. Why were those songs something that I listened to? Get Lucky's good. So long. Um. So Frank kills himself. AJ takes the revolver. I, that transition was upsetting. <laughs> you should be happy. Um, okay. Yeah, so he kills himself. AJ takes the revolver. Uh, he's <laughs> going to find the The mother leaves the house to find Tess because uh, she escaped. Her baby. And my baby, my baby. Tess takes her car and rams it into the mother. She thinks that she killed her. I don't. It doesn't seem oh, like she we did all at know. all. No. We all know she didn't. Yeah. And she goes into the basement to rescue AJ, who shoots her. We all saw that coming, too, because he's stupid. I didn't see that coming, actually. Oh, really? I was like, that there's no me. way. She's going back into the tunnel, and he's got a gun. He's going to think she's the monster. I just sensed it in my bones because he's mm-hmm. stupid and would shoot before asking questions. So you know? they escape the house. And they are then led to shelter by Andre, the homeless man who had chased Tess earlier. An angel mm-hmm. in disguise. Until he says something stupid. Yeah, well. Which is, why would you say that? Why? Why would you tempt fate like that? So he's explaining, uh, he explains that the mother is incest upon incest upon incest by Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, I've been here for 15 years and she's never got me. And then she immediately bursts through the wall and rips his head in half. Rips his head. He should have knocked on wood. Then he would have been safe. Yeah, I get. Well, it was all metal. How could he knock on wood in there? Mm-hmm. Um, so. They then get chased up a water tower and on Scary. top of the water tower, there's like, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. Justin Long also in the hideout does have a realization that he can change. He, he needs to be a better person and then he can change it. He can, he can improve his situation and not stop blaming everybody else for everything. And, you know, I'm shaking my head again, raping people. Um, yeah. It, listeners, if you're doing that, stop. You're horrible. Amen. Uh, Preach, Dan. Stop listening. Also, go oh. turn yourself in. Yes. For a second, I was like, wait, you're just telling people stop. And then I remembered <laughs> what you were saying. And then I agreed with you. You're gonna, wait, no, keep listening. I forgot for a second. That's that a we large were still demographic of rapists. <laughs> wait, rapists. <laughs> just kidding. Close your ears. We don't want your viewership. Listenership. Yeah. I mean, we thing. also don't want your viewership. If you can look at our windows, let's. Well, impressive for me. I just me. closed I'm my blind. Floor. I'm on the first floor. I just closed my blind before we started recording in case I, I was scared I'd be looking in my little monitor at myself and mm-hmm. a monster would pop in the window. Oh, my gosh. We have to leave it open because Jester likes to look out the window, but she is not here right now because she had a bath today and because of the kind of dog she is, she's still kind of wet and we didn't want her sitting on the couch. Fair. Mm-hmm. Um. So atop the water tower, there's no escape. And AJ's like, this is the only way I can save myself. So he pushes Tess off the tower. What the fuck? I mean, I know why now. But at the time I said, what the fuck? The mother is using her instincts, her motherly instincts to try and save her. Shields her from the fall. Catches her as she falls. And AJ's trying to rationalize it to himself. Like, it's the only thing I could do. Only way, at least one of us will survive. Shut up, bitch. Dumb bitch. It shouldn't have Uh, been him. It should have been Tess. Yeah, she does live. Yeah, she is 
injured but okay on the ground in the arms of the mother. He's trying to rationalize it to her. The mother wakes up and then kills him. I mean, he he had it coming. He had it coming. He was a dick. He only had himself to blame. Mm, mm. Dan, where are our fishnets? Uh, I'm doing high kicks right now. Oh, my God. So the mother then tries to comfort Tess, uh, wants to take her back to the house. Um, but Tess says no. And I, I think the mother, like, realizes this and realizes this is it because she gives her, like, a forehead finger touch kiss. It's kind yeah, of Yeah, that part was kind of cute. Yeah. Um, it's sad. See what I mean? It's kind of sad. Yeah. And then she shoots and kills the mother and then stumbles away as the sun rises. And then and we Be My Baby starts playing. <laughs> oh, I was vibing when I... Be my, be my, be, be my, my little baby. baby. Oh, I would throw down to that song. Absolutely. Great mm-hmm. track. Um, a little on the nose for the credits. That's okay. I love a good song. <laughs> Is that the end I of it? I, I love a good song. Okay. I'm, I'm weird. Okay. I'm crazy. I'm kooky. I love music. <laughs> I'm crazy, but I'm free. No, I was just talking today with my coworkers. They're all laughing because I was saying that one of my favorite credit scenes is at the end of Annabelle Comes Home. Mm-hmm. And it's like terrifying scenes from the movie and like Annabelle's face popping up under rainbow colors to dancing in the moonlight. Really? And it's so kooky crazy. I just love it. Like um, I was jamming. I also, I, I forgot to mention, the reason the mother's trying to be motherly is because she has, like, a videotape that she has watched oh. of how to be oh, a mother, some... so she thinks that. You know, someone breastfeeding. Yeah. Um, and then the credits roll, and that is Barbarian. And, and we're all mouths agape. That was, I was like, that's fun. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I was dancing to be my little baby. Be my little baby. I want an only baby. I was divine. What? I said all my thoughts about it at the beginning. Um, yeah. I mean, fun. we kind of did it backwards today because I made you talk. I just wanted to know how you would think. I really didn't think you were going to like it, but I really am glad that you did because I really liked it a lot, too. It's so it's different from anything I'd ever seen before, I think. Mm-hmm. It is not, I, I don't think it's a straight up horror movie. No. Um, thriller. I would say it's, it's more a thr- thriller. It's more of a thriller. And I like thrillers. And I think it, it works very well like that. And it's, mm-hmm. like I said, it's, uh, despite the content matter and like the heaviness of the themes and the subject, it's kind of like a light watch. It's like a beach read of a movie. Yeah. Like I said, it's like, um, if I was still as scared of scary movies as I was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. It would be something that I think I could have consumed. Like, I watched Shutter Island and I watched um, Eagle Eye, I think. No, not Eagle Eye. Whatever the, the Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Yeah, that's Eagle Eye. Yeah. Or Disturbia. I, Disturbia. I watched both of those. So okay. really, what does the point? But anyway, um, you know, one of those where it's like kind of spooky, but mostly it's just like a thriller more than anything else. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I wouldn't have watched this at the same age that I was when I watched those because this is a little more. Well, I probably could have consumed this stuff when I was that age, I guess. 
trying mm-hmm. to think how old I was when I watched those movies. Maybe not Shutter Island, because I think I was in eighth grade when I watched that. Which seems a little heavy for an eighth grader, but, you know, such is life. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, like you said, yeah, like, it's, it's a, it is a beach read for a horror novel. Yeah. Or a horror movie. Um, I do have some trivia for you. Oh, okay, I'm listening. I'm ready. My eyes are closed, ears open. So the exterior shots of the neighborhood were filmed in Detroit. Um, and I Justin Long. It. That's so sad. Justin Long driving was filmed on PCH, but the rest of the movie was <laughs> shot in Bulgaria. That's so random. I know. The, okay. The last movie that Zach Kreger directed, um, mm-hmm. he also starred and wrote, um, was called Miss March, Ooh. which was a 2009 sex comedy. Where he finds he wakes up from a coma and finds out that his girlfriend is a Playboy model, and they go on a road trip to the Playboy Mansion. That sounds funny. <laughs> I think I would enjoy. Uh, and it was got poor reviews. Well, it's a sex comedy. It's like porn, but a little bit like one step up from porn. I well, it's not. Uh, it's a sex comedy like American Pie. Oh, I thought you were saying like sex. No. And also there were jokes. I was like, that's just porn, but okay. But I, it sounds fun. Yeah, very lowbrow. But it's it's mm-hmm. that was his last movie. And then 13 years later, he comes up with Barbarian. I which mean, was... maybe... No, you can go. I would say he probably was sitting there like, what's my comeback going to be? He was <laughs> reading a book called The Gift of Fear, um, where there was a section that encourages women to trust their intuition and not in- ignore red flags that arise in their day-to-day interactions with men. Literally, duh. Yeah. And then he was doing a writing exercise where he tried to write a 30-page scene that would incorporate mm-hmm. as many red flags as possible. Ugh. And... I, that's It's giving toxic masculinity, but okay. Well, then he... During the writing process, he ended up writing Barbarian. You know what? I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He well, so he came up with a woman showing up to an Airbnb at night. It's been double booked as the setup for it, and then he tried mm-hmm. to surprise the audience as he was surprising himself while writing it. And then it turned into this movie. Just because someone writes that writes something does not mean they agree with something. I need you to to. I can't separate the artist from the art tonight. <laughs> you should I watch feel like Tar. Starting a fight. That's a big part of it. I feel like fighting someone, so I can't separate the artist from the art. I just watched School for Good and Evil. Wasn't Kate Blanchett in that too, I think? I've never heard of that. It's on Netflix. It was very cute. I thought it was going to be for children, but then they swore a lot, so it was definitely not for children. Kate Blanchett was not in that. Charlie Theron was. They're the same. They're not That's the, same. the same people. I think this is for kids. It's a fantasy movie. No, Dan. Oh, they swore. Oh, no. Kate Blanchett is in it. Sorry. She's just not uh-huh. one of the names. She's the voice of a character. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay. I got confused because Gage said, oh, that's Kate Blanchett. And then Charlize Theron came on later and I, my pea brain went, oh, there's Kate Blanchett. <laughs> I can't tell anyone apart. That's all the trivia I have for this. Just about okay. the the director. So, oh, well, would this be better with the have, same Anna? 
No, you say your trivia before I do the, the question. Did you know that when Bill Skarsgård was filming It too, he and his girlfriend at the time had a baby, and people just sent him a bunch of clown-themed things for the baby's nursery? That's really and funny. And he said, respectfully, I hate this. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, that's my <laughs> trivia for you. Um, would this movie be better or worse than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as... I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say... Bill Skarsgård's character. Worse. No offense. I think it really only worked because Bill Skarsgård has played um, horror characters like before. Mm-hmm. And he kind of has, he's handsome in a creepy way. Like he kind of looks like a Tim Burton character. Yeah. And that's what makes it work. Yeah, I, I agree. And there's no no place in this for Jimmy Stewart, I have to mm-hmm. say. So it would have been worse if he was thrown in there. Mm-hmm. So, on a scale of one to five, what, what, one to five, uh, be my baby needle drops. What do you give mm. it? Four. Okay. Uh, just because you know, I really liked it. Um, it's different. Like I said, different than anything I'd ever seen. Um, there are a few things like you know, if I wanted, if I went into this hoping for a traditional horror movie, and I did, that's not what I got, and that's okay. It doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It just means that it doesn't fit into one category. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? How about yes. you, Dan? I give it a four out of five. Okay, twins. Very fun. Very fun time. Mm-hmm. Can't be disappointed in watching. No, we both had a great time. A great little spooky moment. So with that, what are we doing next, Anna? I'm so excited. We're doing the Meet the Parents trilogy. I can't wait. I've never I've been seen them. this. I've been wanting to do this for so long, but we've just had other better choices for the time. And I just kept holding on to it in my heart of hearts. And (laughs) talking about lowbrow humor. Are you ready, Dan? Yeah. Oh, I'm aware. I've seen clips. Some lowbrow humor. I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? God, I can't fucking wait. I cannot wait. See when they make Robert. I think it's in the second movie, but when Robert De Niro takes a Viagra. Okay. Let's pause. Oh, it's going to be well, great. Ben well, Stiller, kind of a fox. That's next week. Can't wait. Get excited for that. Um, in the meantime, if you want to find us on social media, we're on Facebook and Twitter at and in conclusion on Instagram at in conclusion podcast. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash in conclusion. You can find me on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe 86 and on TikTok at not Dan O'Keefe, where my most recent TikTok has like, 50,000 views or something? Shut the fuck up, Dion! I'm logging on right Right. now. Okay, King. Um, I'm logging on. So that's where you can find me. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at AutobusPrime818 and you can find me on Twitter at AutobotsRollOut capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll, and the O in roll, and the O in out are zeros. And you can follow my dog on Instagram at Jester the Pup 1017. She just officially got adopted on Friday, so she's officially mine. So what's the 1017 for? That was That's her birthday. Oh, uh, okay. They we did the math and we guesstimated we know that her birthday's in October. They weren't sure, obviously, specific dates, but we think it's October so well, we've chosen to celebrate it on October 17th. Okay. Nice. So we'll be back next week with Meet the Parents. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, and get vaccinated. Bye. I cannot fucking wait. Bye.
Yeah, and it's also yielding it's yielding sexy peacock costumes and Halloween the movie. That's it. Hey, Creative Land Podcast.